silence is for my sake. No, no, no cheesy intros. <laughs> <for you. laughs> no cheesy intros. I tried it. It didn't slap. Okay. Didn't slap. And, uh, <laughs> was it a slapper or a banger? <laughs> <laughs> that was like a. That was like. Hey. Welcome back! Hi! Welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime? Thank you. A podcast where two people, me and you, oh, we watch oh, yeah. anime every week and I'm just, and we talk about it I every like, week. I liked imagining that you were like just just like I was just like a spectator. <laughs> yeah, you were, you were just, talking to me. You were in the audience going. Like, I'm oh. the audience. Oh wow, this sounds cool. Boy, hey, do I have a show for you? Oh. Now, do you do you like do you like uh, cyberpunk? Yes. Wow, that's great. Do you do you like shows where the plot doesn't start thir- until maybe 13, 14 episodes I in? I do. Wow. Oh, I, then I have a show for you. Do you like a show where you look at the screen and go, who is that? And <laughs> what's happening <laughs> every couple minutes? Yes. Have you ever looked down at your phone and looked up and said, did Why that did character I do that? just die? <laughs> God. <laughs> Then I have a show for you, and it's called Technolize. Technolize. Realize. <laughs> Realize. Realize. That, that was like that was like a meaningless like MySpace. Yes. Just like banner. Realize. And it was like some realized. some fucking idiot just like realized. Technolized. <laughs> wow, you know what really sounds like realize. <laughs> what was your What was your first AIM screen name? Ooh. Um putting you on the spot here I, wow i'm like blanking it might have been jig wheelie jig wheelie yeah like i don't know if that's just my old 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 email i used to have what so is, there used to be a book that was about screen names <laughs> you ever read books like this what? <laughs> it was like a book that was written like as text format Uh-oh. like as like people texting back and forth yeah so it would have like the usernames listed what was it? Uh, like Richard Yates by uh, I don't remember. What's his name? The fucking canceled uh, shoplifting from American Apparel guy. What? He's like he was like this author who was like big in like the alt lit. Fuck, what was his name? I yeah, I don't remember. Oh, this uh, was this was like middle school. Julie reading like the aim books. Like I, it was like mom took me to Barnes and Nobles and like I got to pick a Talon. Oh no, I have no idea. Unfamiliar. But yeah, I'd, used, I'd like go and like look at all the covers of books and like pick one. It was like for your treat, you get one book <laughs> from the, from the YA novels section. Hmm. But anyway, there was a screen name in that, and her name was Big Wheels. So I was riffing. So you're Jig Wheelie. Jig Wheelie. Yep. What was yours? <laughs> it was uh, Sukasa WMX. Wow. From a uh, dot hack sign. Sick. The, the main character's name was Sukasa. His uh, his class in the show was a uh, Wavemaster. What was your Tumblr name? Fuck! Well, it was a uh, Tim Wakeman. Oh, right, because of the jacket. You yeah. found a jacket that had it sewn in, right? It was it was written in. Right. Mine mine was it wasn't the it was te t e h underscore smooth. S-M-O-O. Fuck. And I, f- I believe it was based off of um, a Spore character I made. Do you remember that game? I do. Yeah. <laughs> it was a really gloopy looking guy. Yeah, what's my... Uh, bros in the throne room. Uh. Man. <laughs> Why are my, we talking about this? My last post was gonna pay off my whole student debt flipping Supreme slash posters. <laughs> S- 
still true, I guess. That was that was very. Uh... No, not true. Just just. just oh God! Now I'm going back. Uh... Don't don't scroll too far. Fuck. Definitely the text. Are you look? Are you on Tumblr? Yeah. Yeah, the text posts on Tumblr, man. You know what I'm thinking about? Just to connect it to the, the anime we watched a little bit is like, uh, you know when you're like thinking about like old old you and then like things that are kind of old like things that you thought were going to be futuristic and then like experiencing them and having it be kind of kind of boring yeah like uh watching tv on your phone yes scrolling the internet on your phone scrolling the internet on the train on on your phone yeah bluetooth headphones Mm. (laughs) um playing video games on your phone sure um i'm just trying to think of something like super basic uh just like just like technology that like in theory if you said it like 30 years ago video it'd be calling. Like, yeah like vi- like video zooming into work yeah i don't know it was it's like virtual worlds yeah ooh. vr headsets you know I mean, it's I remember, kind of like yeah not, not qu- doesn't quite hit the same way it kind of like, hasn't i feel like things have sort of progressed in one way in terms of you know presenting like the self in terms of like direct like video chat that kind of thing but also like you know, all of, like the Facebook metaverse stuff, it ha- it isn't that far away from like Second Life. Yeah, and I think in some ways it's a- it's almost like a regression. It's like a clearly media controlled version of that. Yeah, not to like jump ahead too much, but I feel like this show and its sort of portrayal of like techno future uh, nonsense, I guess, is like pretty probably pretty spot on in its kind of portrayal of of those things in that like it's kind of whatever like like it it affects people but in a way that's not like doesn't have very strong feelings about it either i would say if if there's any kind of thesis to this show it might be that technology isn't going to be the thing that will inherently improve your life yeah which is sort of like the maybe tangentially related to lane yeah. So this show is created by uh, a lot of Hit this. Me. It's created by. Hit I, me with it. I think is. Uh, <laughs> I think Chiaki and Abe, who both worked on Serial Experiments Lane. I think. Uh, and when was this made? I mean, this was released in 2003. Is that before or after Lane? After Lane. Lane was 1998. So Lane was the hit, and they said we're going to do a longer series. Yeah. Okay. I, I think uh the underground hit yeah it, it 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 clearly it was clearly successful on some metric yeah i don't know if it was you know uh chiaki j konaka mm-hmm. who's the writer and i think yeah yoshitoshi abe he did like i think like visual effects and he was also so he's like sort of like the yeah he's like the visual artist behind it and i think also like the producer mm-hmm um, and there was one, I forget his name, that was involved in Lane, who was like the director of it, but he was not involved in this one. Mm-hmm. And I think he actually passed away, Yuichi Tanaka. Mm. Um, I think he died at some point hmm. in the last 10 years or something like that. Damn. Ugh. Yeah. So, 
obviously, if you if you're familiar with Serial Experiments Lane, or if you've listened to our podcast on Serial Experiments Lane, okay, this is in this is definitely in the exact same lane. Ha, pun intended. Boom, boom. Uh, it's it is ex- it is like a continuation thematically and tonally, if you will. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, same same vibes. It, so I'm sa- I, what I'm say. saying is, if you didn't like Serial Experiments Lane, you're, you're gonna not, you're not gonna like this. this. And if you liked it, and if same for if you liked it, or if you found it interesting, uh, you know what I appreciate appreciate about this show? What is that? It let you know what's up right away. There is no dialogue for like a long time half the episode and it's, it's like this is going to be heady and weird and you need to pay attention <laughs> and i think if like you want to know what's happening i forget what the first line is exactly but i think it's something along the lines of like i'm listening now yes yes yeah yeah which is like kind of i don't know but it's it's like immediately i i just i feel i felt like i was like i phased out a little bit during it and, and i was like literally what is happening <laughs> it's like a it's like a fever dream the, the whole show feels sort of like a, a dream and you're kind of waking up and react like it starts off like extremely abstract you really don't know anything that's kind of going on and then and, you know then and then plot kind of starts starts sort of coming into focus and things get a, a little more i mean like you kind of uh hinted at at the beginning of the episode like things sort of you know kind of fall into place by like the 13th episode yeah let's halfway up. through of a or more than halfway through of like a 22 episode series yeah i would say it's all sort of it's kind of like and i felt this with lane too but lane was much shorter <laughs> let's talk about that like it took us a long time to get through this show it, it really it's it's not a uh it's nearly impossible <laughs> it's not a it's not a binge watch show oh, in my God, opinion no. it's th- there's very it's very it's a very dreary show it is slow. It is slow, and, and it we is watched, a bummer. And we watched the subs. Yeah, we did. So you know, on it, YouTube, it was kind of, it was a slog, which kind of made it a uh, harder. <laughs> well, I, I feel like it kind of fit. Like it, it's like, you know, I think this this show's supposed to be on Funimation, but for some reason, like I couldn't watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like watching like a YouTube rip where it came from some fucking IRC channel. <laughs> Is kind of like the vibe that is is sort of perfect for it. Yeah, but like same thing with Serial Experiments Lane. Is it kind of is like it doesn't touch the plot for a really long time. It's just kind of like showing you characters and showing you like things that are happening, things that you, you know the technolized limbs and. I feel like. I mean, I think there's like a little bit of immediacy in both with Lane. It, like the, I think the initial hook was like, you know, because at the beginning of the show, you have that girl who kills herself and then sends mm-hmm. and then everyone gets an email from her after her death. Yeah. Saying that she's alive and she's within the wired. Yeah. And if there's like a, you know, if there's any kind of hook of, with this one, it's that this, this guy loses his arm and he's getting a new one from this mysterious doctor he le- I- I- ichise loses his arm and his leg yeah you kind of don't know why right off the bat but you get the sense of the city is kind of run by gangs and a mafia or something and this guy's obviously disrespected somebody in some way but then it goes right into him receiving these limbs 
and I use the word receiving, which is probably not the right word. Uh, this doctor kind of like finds him and forcibly attaches prosthetic mechanical limbs to him in a seductive and kind of gross way. Extremely, extremely sexual and manipulative way. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a very, uh, a very unsubtle sort of duality between, uh, rape and be your seeing your body forced against you in some way or someone, manipulating your body in a way that you're not totally consenting to yes consent i would say that's like kind of the yes yeah he he receives these limbs without consent (laughs) yeah um and she thinks he should be grateful for that basically but she is using him as to experiment on with these new limbs that she's created so it's the whole thing is based like technolize is the the prosthetic devices yeah. basically that like maybe i mean it feels like 50 percent of the population either has these prosthetic legs or i mean is prosthetic the right word um mechanized technolized technolized well, I think cybernetic i don't know well prosthetic i think is the idea is that it's not like a right. living or, or sort of moving but it's beyond prosthetic because it's attached to their nervous system somehow. They can't feel pain in those limbs, but they it's like a robot can arm control them and the they way also, they could a normal like their their other biological limbs or whatever. They're also outfitted with like a you know you can see like a computer interface yes. from then on. Um. They, it's almost like they merge with this AI technology. Yeah, and there's and there's sort of a radio frequency slash like wireless connectivity component to it. Yes. Um, yes. So this is the scary techno future element, right? Where every <laughs> everyone has, uh, ro- you know, android limbs available to them to help replace their bodies to some extent. But it isn't really increasing the uh, living conditions in some way. So the the, yes. the show separates humanity, and you sort of learn it as it goes on. But uh, there's the upper world, the surface reality. I don't even want to talk about that yet. Well, I think it's I, I think it's important to just sort right, of. Go ahead. I'm not going to dive too deep into it, but there's the surface world, and then there's Luke's Lux Luke's. I'm going to say Luke's. Okay which is the subterranean society where all these people have their little like rat wars with each other. Yes. Yeah. Like there's a lack of social structure and people are trying to take power by means of violence and, and, you know, warfare. There's like a distant controlling entity that kind of doesn't give a shit about them for, the majority of the show. Yeah. I say I said I don't want to talk about the upper world because frankly it doesn't reveal itself until so far into the show. Yeah. That like it's almost it almost feels like cheating to talk about it so well, I mean, so early because and I just mean like like 
now that you've seen the whole show. Yeah, yeah. You know what the surface world is. And you can piece together sort of the, the structure of, of everything that happened. Right. But I think in the beginning of the show, you know that Luke's is like, you know, there is like an, a, a, an upper layer of society that is not. Because it's like, like the whole world. It's and I think it's really interesting how they sort of portray Luke's because it's always like the sky is like always white. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's or it's like nighttime mm. or they're like depiction of nighttime. So it's like everything is just like so like the the color palette of the show is so like muted and like gross. Bleak. And bleak. Well, Purposefully so. Yes. Yeah, totally. No, I think it's a good looking show. Yeah, I think I think it I think it looks really I think it's stylized really effectively in a way that sort of makes you. I don't want. To, I don't know if I think nauseous might be too extreme a word, but like it, it's it's an uneasy, un, uneasy feeling watching it by design. Dystopian, but it, yeah, dystopian adds to that dystopian. What's it? Wall, uh, wall, wall, Wally. What's um? Wellian, Orwellian, <laughs> Orwellian uh, vibes. Yeah, and uh, but that that the look of the show as well thought out as it is, is kind of like, I, I don't know, like it, it's sort of, it's what makes it hard to watch because it's like, it's very, it's very you ever, bleak. Do you ever go to a museum and there's a film playing and sometimes you sit down and watch the film and you're, you're completely into it. You're engaged. Suddenly you've sat there for 30, 40 minutes, right? Watching the, the thing because it's so beautiful and, and engaging and you just want to keep watching it. But then sometimes you sit down and you're like, I'm over it. In like, <laughs> in like 30 seconds, yeah. you're like, this art film's not hitting for me. What was the, <laughs> what was the film that we watched in DC? Oh man, that's exactly what I'm thinking of. Except it was really I'm good. really blanking on um, the photographer slash videographer used a long distance like heat camera to make these films. And we were into it and i don't remember his name the it was like also soundtrack it wasn't one of tricks point never but it was like one of it was like a like an artist that isn't far off i forget uh frost richard moss <laughs> yeah richard moss uh infrared oh 50 52 minutes i watched the whole thing no question. Soundtrack by Ben Frost, totally, experimental musician. Totally enraptured by this this film, right? But like, this is this is kind of what I mean. Like, you either sit down and you watch it and you're into it, and you you can't stop. And I felt that later on in this show, where I was kind of like, let's keep going. Like once it kind of hooked me, I was in. But it took a long time to hook me. It's it's interesting because I feel like. I think it's it's there there is a level to the show that that's supposed to feel like kind of intentionally hopeless mm. and sort of intentionally like you know because it's it's about like these people sort of having like you know like these different like gangs and organizations having you know feuds with each other and sort of vying for control but but like they're it's like they're they're what they're fighting for isn't something really worth fighting for in some way mm -hmm. you know like it's all uh it's like they're fighting for like a, a a shitty fucking world yeah which maybe we're all fighting for a shitty world but like this <laughs> this world is like especially like horrible and and unlikable 
Yeah, I will say this just to go back for a minute. I did not catch that it was an underground city until way later. That's why I was like, oh, huh. like I didn't connect like that. It was underground or like, like it was like a big reveal when they they went up to this surface world to me. And maybe I was just like not paying attention. And <laughs> I might, kind of I mean, I might a... have read something earlier or something. I don't know. Okay, so I I just thought it was like. You know how like sometimes you watch dystopian stuff and it's like the sky is gray and yeah and I, I just figured it was something like that, but then when they go up and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, it, like it was kind of those things where you're like, you're watching it and you're going, wait, what is happening? <laughs> where are they what going? If, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or just like understanding this like that there's this like there's an obelisk in the center of the city, right? And the meaning of this obelisk is revealed way later in... And I don't think it's meant to be obvious right away. I think it's meant to be worked for. But then, you know, here we are talking about it and we know what it means. So therefore, it's like, oh, it's this, duh. But but in reality, watching the show, it's, it's it was very hard to grapple with. Like, I kept thinking they were in the Matrix, you thought it was all like a I thought simulation. like there's the character Yoshi that comes down, right? Yeah. From the the surface world and I thought that was like metaphorical. <laughs> and I thought and there's like bits where Yoshi's like killing people and I didn't understand that he was just kind of rampaging to al- feel something. It was almost like a like like in Westworld. Right. When people are killing like the robots. Yeah, like I like he was kind of releasing people. Like I, I like it was almost like the way they were talking about it was like abstract. He was saving them. Yeah. And or something. He was one of those characters which spoiler alert. Like when he died I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, cuz you think I, that I he's like, going to be like a like one of the main characters. I thought he was one of the main characters. I thought I thought it was like a Westworld thing where he was actually, what's his name, but older. Oh, okay. Like I thought it was, it was like a time leap thing. It was like two parallel narratives in the same way that like the Man in Black and yeah, Westworld is like just like the the present version, and Do we're you, seeing like a past version of. Yeah. Do you think that because we've seen shows like that, we automatically go to this place of like what Mistrust. is the, what is the trickery? What is the yeah like. Especially shows like this that purposefully don't tell you everything. Do you feel like because we've watched shows that have done it so well and done the sort of gotcha so well that now we like seek it out to yeah. to figure out what's what's really happening, but then the plot is like very straightforward. <laughs> it's very hard to Yeah, I think like fully trust like what the narrative is in, in certain stuff. Like um remember last year I started watching that show Felicity mm-hmm. and I, I thought that the, I was also like smoking weed at that time, <laughs> but I thought that the character was like a, like a murderer. Yeah. Like I, I thought she was like uh, stalking this guy and it was going to be like a, she was going to turn heel. Yeah. But then you forgot that you were watching like a 90s sitcom basically. <laughs> well, it's like, it was all very, uh, it was all like extremely sincere of like, you know, what happens if you like follow the guy that you were actually in love with in high school? Yeah. You know, but in my mind it was like, oh, this this woman's like a stalker. You know what I blame? What? I blame Get Out. 
I, I guess so. I think that was like the ultimate, like, it seems very straightforward horror movie. And then that, that twist at the end with like everything. The girlfriend. Everything. she's like yes, in on it. Exactly. Like Spoiler! She's, she's in on it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, and then like every movie and kind of show had this kind of flip moment where it's like things that you yeah. thought were were all normal are not normal and now we're going to show you the other side of the coin. Right. And yeah, same with Westworld and and kind of these big shows, you know. Like uh like Jordan Peele's next movie, it's supposed to be like aliens, but it's like well, what is it really about? Yeah, exactly. What are what are these aliens really? Yes. And it's it's like plagued us a little bit of like yeah. trying to trying to deduce. Like, I mean, the original is. I mean, at least like in terms of being, you know, our age and sort of aware of stuff. The I mean, sorry with like M Night Shyamalan. Sure. Yeah. With like totally. the village or signs or sixth sixth sense. Yeah, I feel like they didn't really do it super well, or maybe it I mean, wasn't it, it timed wasn't, right. It wasn't smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was all. Uh, it was almost gimmicky back then, like yeah. uh, like that gotcha moment. Yeah, no, like his he he kind of became like a gimmick guy of like, and the island is what makes you old. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Right. You know. <laughs> so yeah, in, in this show, it's like I I think there's you're you're sort of waiting for there to be like an extra layer of, you know, like something like something's sort of happening on a meta level. Yeah. But. Not, I don't think it ever really gets there. No. Even with the surface world, it's like not. <laughs> it's not really like a. I, I mean, this like show. Gotcha. This show doesn't tell you how to feel in any way. It is very like, let me present you the facts of the world and and show you some characters and you can make do. You can think about it all you want. Basically, there, there aren't really like. I mean, I guess you could say, like, the class are, like, the antagonists, but even, you know, they're just so distant that it's it's really hard to, like, even gauge, like, what their power is or, like, what they're sort of doing. Yeah. No, I sort of felt that it was, like, all right, well, I mean, let's get into real spoilers. So, like, if you haven't seen the show, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, we're talking about the end now. Uh, wait, before we go into that. Do we even say like if we liked it? We skip. We skip past that part. We usually. I know. We usually well, it's say a complicated that. answer. You know. Did you like Technolize? No. <laughs> Maybe it's a simple answer. You did not like the show. <laughs> I, d- I did not like it, but but I did at the same time. Yeah. I did and I didn't. What can I say? Uh, if you had put this on. And we weren't doing the podcast. You would have fucking bailed. I would have bailed. Like, I would not have made it past episode five, let's say. Because uh, the problem with the show is is it it starts strong, you know, this kind of art film hook that I was talking about where you're like really into like the visuals and, yeah. and sort of the sky and what's happening with him. But then it doesn't it doesn't get to like and you said it while we were watching it. It's it it avoids the interesting part of the show in favor of you know intercity politicking and and uh you know gang gang rivalry backstory you know it's just those those things 
to me dot didn't care about at all there's a lot i feel like there's a lot of interesting things in the show and the things that you the viewer might find interesting about the world i.e like you know the sort of technological evolution or like you know just daily ex- whatever it is may or it's probably not what like the writers and like the producers found interesting or wanted to write about i.e like the fucking gang wars and like the you know the shifting of the guard of like organized crime and that kind of thing if i if i was going to recommend the show i would say watch like episode one through five and then skip to like 13 yeah and then watch that to the end because the ending was so strong but then i mean to a point like the ending actually got interesting for me didn't love the actual actual ending i think but but just to finish my thought here is like the things that it talked about like the the sort of individual kind of stories yeah may were like decent for me like to think about like as a person who's interested in these things you know I think I think vague enough for I you? think I think the show starts hitting episodes 19 through 21. Yeah. That's that's like the fucking the the chef's kiss of the show. Like when they get to the surface and they sort of experience stuff there and right when he goes back to Luke's. Yeah. And then, you know, right the, the last episode yeah, kind of a uh let down you could skip it you could honestly skip it <laughs> you could just end the episode before the last but yeah um so that's a problem right because yeah. it's like the majority of the show is kind of being left behind in this analysis right and it's it is one of those things that like uh if you got a lot of time if you're into the material maybe is it like a central cyberpunk anime yeah, maybe not. I think it introduces. It's got some like good ideas, but I think at this point there's shows that do it. I don't know. I, you know what? Trying cyberpunk, trying this month of cyberpunk, and like even trying to find good shows that are based in cyberpunk, uh, very hard. Yeah, I think it's a very hard genre to tackle. It's also a hard genre to like define. I think in some ways, it's kind of like dystopian novels, right? Like, like, who's uh, who's 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 the uh, Philip K. Dick, right? These are like PKD. PKD. She wants that Philip K. Dick. (laughs) Remember that weekend? The weekend, yeah. (laughs) Um, Like he, the way he writes about the future and this sort of like dystopian concept, it's like. So out there, right? But then you read like science fiction novels, which I think one of the anime that we tried to watch, Blame, that I talked about last week. (laughs) It's just like, it's the idea of the future and dystopia and like, what if the robots, you know, we had to fight the robots or something. Or, you know, what happens if the singularity actually happens and da 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 da. And it gets caught in like the, 
The minutia. The minutia. It's like it's like when you're explaining a story to someone, but like you get you get really caught up on like, and then and then Michael walked in the room, and then you know he he looked down the hallway for a second, and then he got in, and then Marcia followed behind him. Like <laughs> when you're like getting like really into like just like sort of like the the sort of they get stuck on explaining how this could all possibly happen. Whereas when you read Philip K. Dick, he just he it's just like you're just in you're it. just in it, and you have to piece it together you have to figure out or like if you watch brazil or like i don't know um technolize yeah honestly this. <laughs> like, like this is this is way more in the school of philip k dick than uh blame yeah blame sucked like you could watch like you can watch star wars and that's like fun and and all that but it's maybe not it's kind of just a western set in space right and it, and it tells you everything in like the first like opening crawl yes which is like, yeah, like maybe like the late, like, is it good? Yeah. Is it like lazy? Yeah. But is it enjoyable? Also, yes. Yeah. Because you don't have to think too much about it. You just, that's, it's, it's like, we're just set in space, you know? Yeah. It's not saying, and it, and it, it there are the questions of like future technologies without, you know, I mean, Star Wars is not a great example. Maybe Star Trek, right? I don't know. I think Who knows? I think writing about the future is way too hard for some people. The Jetsons. Yeah, sure. That's like that's like good future. But it's it's clear that either people think that technology is going to ruin us all, or gonna be pretty pretty cool technology is gonna be cool and fun yeah and wait till you see flying cars i think i think the and and i feel like the the media i connect to posits that technology will be cool for some people and it will crush the others which is the the kind of i would say that's like the defining outlook of cyberpunk as a genre is that you know there's a there's a group of people who technology will really benefit. There's a group of people who will be toiling and living in hell mm. because of the hyper capitalistic future of cyber technology stuff. So what I kind of took away from this show is like and kind of how I feel about like techno future and like what how technology is going to be in the future is like that it, it there the human element of things like we we're never going to be immortal right we're like we're never going to be able to preserve ourselves in a in a perfect way speak for yourself and technology is not going to save us you know and no matter what we do to try to sort of push the bounds of like our existence i guess is that it's it's not going to work and we're not going to be able to science our way out of it, you know? Out of the the immortal coil <laughs> or the mortal coil. Yeah. And but also like technology is not going to so drastically change the way we live either. It's not going to make people any better. It's not going to make anyone any better or worse. There's still going to be evil people, there's still going to be good people, there's still going to be uh you know uh problems <laughs> there's still gonna be war there's still gonna be people that want to be in power 
and technology in this sort of sense is not going to and i think to talk about the future world or the 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 upper world right i think it's a good contrast in that like you don't want it to be this perfect magical quiet thing right you don't want this world without any without any any conflict because it's almost like it's too perfect it, it is literally like the concept of utopia and then the concept of dystopia yeah like in one show at the end which is the interesting part right <laughs> yeah like in this utopian world it's almost like they're already dead because there's nothing anybody does nobody everyone's just sort of waiting to die but there's no sort of drive to to advance there's no sort of desire to preserve the body or people technolize and do all that yeah and and you know but everyone's happy right and and so (laughs) i don't know how I feel like there's so many different conflicts. It's kind of hard to go over all of them. But like one of the, one of the central ones, like in the in the Luke's, is that uh, the ruling class like sort of like wants to technolize everybody to like kind of control them to some degree. Yeah. Where people want to get technolized to like improve their lives and sort of live longer and stuff. Um, and it's what the it's what like the doctor is kind of pushing for. It's like what she want. Like she's sort of using you know the world of Luke's is like a kind of test chamber for all of that. And so when she gets to the surface world, no one, no one wants it. Like yeah. no, no one gives a shit about technolization. There's no, there's like no future for it or no hope for it. Yeah. And her, her life's work is, is kind of, uh, all for not. Yeah. They basically said like, they don't, they don't need technolization. They don't see any benefit to it. And, they think it's a non-productive. Yeah. And then it's sort of also revealed that there's, there was this kind of mass, uh, I don't want to say exodus, but like... Relocation. Kind of, um, yeah, it was almost like uh, they they put all these kind of imperfect people, is how they put it, into this kind of different city in the, the underground, right? Yeah. To separate them from the people of the upper world. And, of course, those are the the people that can't find the perfection in, like, they're not, are not perfect, that are not, that have some sort of flaw, either literally or... Physically or mentally. Yeah, exactly. So, the flaw being, like, this drive for power or, uh, you know... Desire to kill each other. Yeah. Sort of, like, the human elements of them, like, they... They all got sort of shuffled away, yeah. locked away to fend for themselves. Fight for your life. Fight for your, I don't know. <laughs> and, of course, those are the people that have developed and and uh, used the technolization, right? Yeah. And then, therefore, the, the upper people not only don't care that they're all at war with each other and... That they're gonna come there, they don't care, not even, not even a whisper of concern for the their fellow humans. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. 
they just they see them as disposable dispensable you know they put they put them there for a reason they're ne- they they blocked off the tunnel for a reason yeah but also once those people get to the people of loots get to the surface world it's it's also like wow there's nothing for us here either yeah this weird sort of dichotomy of like you want to live or you want to just live are you are you alive or are you just breathing yeah senses fail beautifully put (laughs) the title of their album yeah and i really liked sort of this the distinction of how the characters are drawn in the the upper world that they are literally almost translucent. <laughs> yeah, they're translucent and like old and sort of yeah, ghost like. Literally like kind of scratched in. Like they're all being very affected by the light for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's all like it's all And it y- makes you wonder if they're actually there. You know? Right. Cuz it's interesting you get to like the surface world and then, you know, it's it's very colorful and in direct contrast to like the kind of drab sort of banality of the of luke's you know there's a blue sky there's like nature there's color but it's all it's all uh in its own way equally depressing yeah empty quiet yeah lifeless like they've also kind of failed as a civilization is what it seems like right and the, I like the sort of like there's just this voice on the radio or like this chair, this empty chair with a voice almost to say like that. You know how I, what I thought is uh, it was almost like they don't need technolization because they have like transcended their bodies or something. Yeah, I think I think that's almost the implication is just like um, they're abandon the need for the body. basically. Yeah, abandon the need for like the physical realm almost exactly you know i mean any show any show that like talks about technology in this way and doesn't sort of address the kind of spiritual aspects of it uh what are you doing i think that's that's where it's like you're either an action show or you're like talking about cyberpunk stuff (laughs) that's i mean that's the real science fiction is just like really kind of thinking about what it means in terms of uh you know applying yeah, like improving the body, which is, you know, our, our direct connection. Playing God. Playing God and our direct connection to, like, the earth and nature and other living creatures. And we have the ability to, like, modify those things. And, you know, what does it mean for our spirits? Yeah. And, then, you know, like, there's so, like, the, I feel like the cyberpunk game, Cyberpunk 2077, sort of, it almost tries to address some of those things, but in a really kind of, like, surface level way. You know, where it's like, oh, there's a monk. There's a group of monks who are anti, you know, and and maybe it's like kind of buried within it, but it doesn't really, you know, if you really ask those questions, it's more just like, you know, help Keanu Reeves break out of your body. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But even just, just the idea of like, well, I mean, if your body dies, but your consciousness lives, like is able to be like uploaded or, you know. Uh, if you're able to be in sort of like an AI situation or I don't know, your brain can be put into a different <laughs> uh, Android body right. and 
then you have a body again. It's like those are those are sort of like you know how do we how do we become immortal, right? And uh, yeah. But then it also question, comes into question, like, why would you want to be immortal? Like, what is the benefit to to living in that way? And how is it? How does it affect everyone? Right? Yeah. Um, the and I, I did like also the kind of salvation. Were they literally called the Salvation Army? I think they might have been. Yeah. Um, there's this group. There's this faction in Luke's that is devoted to anti-technolization and and uh, returning to sort of a more human and natural way of living. But then it's revealed that the leader of the the group has a technolized arm, and it's almost like. Yeah. And then he he writes it off as like. Oh, but look at what it's doing to my body, right? It's destroying me. Like I can't have this happen to anybody else. Yeah. Uh It's almost like these shows have to have that element of of uh the counter movement, right? But I liked that the counter movement was also just like so far entrenched in in this society of Yeah, they're they're equally involved with it and their their answer doesn't really actually offer any like there's no t- there's no real turning back at a certain point. Yeah. Like there's no fixing the 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 world when it's already This show is hopeless, by the way. I mean, it's it's very like I think it's like a reflection of like us. Like how do we like I mean, I'll I'll pose this question to you. Like do you think that <laughs> our lives online have your like af- negatively affected us in in big ways? Yes. Yes, but this is what my whole thesis was about. <laughs> but there's, I mean, and, and there's no, you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. No, it's already out. And it's it's like one of those things that like, uh, I remember when I was making work like in school and like talking about surveillance and like social media and reading about all this stuff. I came to the conclusion that it was like, well, you can't, you can't avoid it. You know, like you literally, you're already so far in it. And so many of us are already so far in it that, like, there's no, like, the sort of fear aspects of it are irrelevant at this point. Unless, like, there's, like, a, like a, like a very powerful, like, Luddite <laughs> sort of, like, return to primitivism movement, which I don't think is that out of, I don't think it, it, it would be that crazy for I, that to emerge. Some people do that, too. Like, people live off the grid. People live. Right. Uh you know without phones and stuff (laughs) yeah but i mean like on on like a what like a like a wide scale like you know more people like like i don't know like amish society sort of morphing into something slightly more modern but but like you know kind of uh swearing off any kind of like connective technology more so just like you know you can have like a you can have lights in your house, but you can't have yeah. like you know an internet connection. Yeah, but it's it's always like, well, we can have this. Like, well, we can ride the elevator. Well, yeah, like the it's already there. Like, just get on, you know. Uh, well, I'll make this phone call just once because it's nine one one. You know, 
We do have a phone just in case of emergencies. If, if there's, uh, you know, if there's like a future sort of rejection of of technology, I imagine it's going to be like accepting of technology up until like maybe like 1985, <laughs> or like you know, like right before the internet, everyone had a computer. Yeah, I mean, I just think about like how many people, how many people's jobs. Uh, depend on the internet yeah uh how many people i'd be unemployable without the internet yeah your whole your whole job and skill set is based on an internet and and social networks i mean i I guess i could i could kind of you know take a page like take a step back and go to like journalism or something but like yeah yeah no like my my whole uh and it's a (laughs) it's a i feel like it's kind of like a constant philosophical debate in my head of like you know kind of weighing the positivity of social media with like the negative like the negativity and and just sort of you know i do you know i like the work but it it, there there is very much like that question of just like you know the 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 effects of social media are apparent you know what i mean so like what does it mean like how are we gonna evolve are we gonna you know but but yeah, so like the I, I mean th- if you think if you think about it, it's just like targeted ads, right? Like, oh no. Yeah. Oh no, I don't want people to have my information. But if I don't give them the information, then I'm gonna get ads for all sorts of crazy shit. Yeah, that then I don't you're gonna get want. ads for like, I don't know, dick pills or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You're like, I don't even have a dick. Like I'd rather yeah, I'd rather Like get why the, doesn't my internet know I don't have a dick? G- yeah, give me the Madewell ad instead. I'll I'll exactly. take that. <laughs> It's like, well, I did click on, I did go to madewell.com, so I suppose I should be being fed these ads. Should I get a nipple it's, piercing? It's, it's <laughs> no, um, but it's like a double-edged sword. It's like, you can't, you can't say you want all the privacy and everything and then also like love the convenience of, of. Have an email. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it's a, it's a, you know, it's like you can't can't live with it can't live without it type of thing you know how do you it's like how many people you kid you, back block with a whip <laughs> how many people do you know that don't have a cell phone that uh, you're no, friends with and nobody. talk to on the regular basis you I know? Don't, yeah nobody who, who how many people you know that talk to on a regular basis don't have a facebook eh, fair amount couple right yeah. and then well, i don't know people without an instagram <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I do like that. I mean, I do find it interesting that, uh, you know, I think in Lane, the the sort of technology kind of manifests physically, but like it's mostly about the kind of intercommunication of it and, and the sort of depiction of that was very psychedelic and just like, you know, words over like a sort of like shimmering background. Whereas the depiction of, you know, technology in this is like very physical of like, you know, down to like kind of primitive, like, here's your arm. It's now robotic, Mm -hmm. but it still has like this like weird connective quality to it where, you know, then like later, like the class uh, sort of sends messages to everybody that is technologized saying that, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll, they're, they're sort of offering some kind of like they basically want to technolize everybody and, and kind of control everyone. Yes. And turn them into like, you know, they, and, and they call them the shapes. 
Yeah. Basically, you know, which is a total, you know, it's a total annihilation of identity. Yeah. You're no longer a person. You're just a shape. Yeah. You're just like another automaton in this. Well, it's kind of like what Neon Genesis was was doing, right? Like this, I, this human instrumentality project was kind of this idea of like, well, if everyone is connected, then we might have kind of a perfect situation. But everyone's got to be on board, right? Like, <laughs> it, like there can be no no uh, defectors in this this group, and if you are, then you you'll be eliminated because you don't fit with the perfect union of of minds and. And uh, of minds. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I was talking about the spiritual aspects of it because I was trying to get to to Ron. To Ran, Ron oh, yeah. Ran, Ran. The seer. Uh, this girl that kind of is falling. Uh, what's his name? I- Ishi? Ishiki? Uh, Fuck. It, but she's following him around because why? <laughs> right? <laughs> She shows up. Why? Do you have any thoughts on why she shows up? Like, why? No? Like, in general? Just in general. Um, like, no, philosoph- why she's why she's so, like, uh, engaged to the the main character. Uh, I don't what know. Yeah, I do. I mean, because she, she sort of, she's like kind of like an observer of everything that's sort of happening, but doesn't really... I mean, she she is also a kid, so she doesn't really take part in a lot of stuff. But she does sort of take a an interest in him and, and kind of sticks with him and has like a kind of affinity for him. Um, I don't know if there's like a direct reasoning for it. I would probably hazard to say that it's a you know. Uh, I, I really don't know. W- w- why? What's your uh, what's your take? Ichisi. Uh, I mean, I think she kind of attaches to Ichi because, like, um, he. I mean, she can also see the future. Yeah, I mean. So I think I think she's like aware that he's like going to do something. I don't know how if she knows that she's seeing the future immediately, but she she's able to kind of see into the future of the city at like later on in the season, and then kind of individual story arcs right I, I think she can see a lot of different realities at once or sort of like different like this could happen or this or this oh sort yeah. of like like dr strange in uh end game when tony stark's like how many <laughs> <laughs> how many realities oh, do we yeah. make it? oh yes just sick. one whoa that's true though i don't know i just felt like I, I liked her inclusion, but I also wish that she had she like played a bigger part somehow. She's, like she's very much a like a sort of assistant character. Like she seems like when I when you read about the episodes, it seems like she's like the other main character. But then when you're watching it, she's so like not there. Yeah, like through most of it, and it almost seems like. Uh, like Yoshi or uh, the Orga- the Organo, uh, and then Shinji at some point. Like, there's all these other kind of like big mob boss type guys that are like vying for their spot. And I don't know, it just gets in the weeds. And I just wish that she was sort of more of like I felt like she was supposed to be like the Ray or something, <laughs> like. 
this this like yeah uh innocent girl character that can see the vision of the future and and uh she must be protected or something you know but instead she's just like she's having these visions nobody cares yeah and then i mean at the end she's like turned into a fucking shape yeah. So she has like a like a fucking lame ass ending. Yeah, she just dies. <laughs> she gets killed, and you know he. he well, yeah. maybe that's just how it goes. That's just know? life. Your spiritual, yeah. Part of me in this show kind of ends abruptly in that way, where it's kind of like, and then everyone dies except for Ichisi. But I mean, I think he dies. Well, it's like maybe like ambiguous. No, I, I think he's just left sitting to wait to die watching the projection of the fucking flower or whatever yeah i don't know like i i think i i look i when (laughs) we were talking about it i think i liken the show to like uh you know if you imagine a band puts out a really good record right like a record that's like well received by everybody for you know their experimentation and really good songwriting and that kind of thing yeah and they follow it up with a double album (laughs) <laughs> that has way too much shit on it. Yeah. What's it like uh, re uh what's it called when they re- redo a song like not a remix um remaster? No, 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 like when well, you know when there's like the song but then there's the second version of the song like later on. Uh, what's it called? Like an extended version? No, no. Radio it's, edit. It's called like a re, 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 re or something. It's either remaster, remix, radio edit. You know when like you're what you're like reprise. You, you like flip. Yeah, it's like a reprise. You know how there's like the song and then like, and then you like do the B side and then there's the song again, but it's like a sh- shittier version. Yeah, or like a different version. Yeah, variation in production. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Sorry. so like, I think Chiaki and Abe and you know all the rest, they had a you know, every everything was there for Serial Experiments Lane to be a very powerful piece of media with a lot of really interesting ideas and like a lot of very pertinent predictions about the future that kind of came true, you know, enough kind of headiness to sort of let you think a lot about a lot of aspects of the show and kind of like the events that happened and sort of you know the characters within it. But, but, really strong characters. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, I, I think the characters in Lane are, are so, you, you get so, like, attached to them because, like, it is very much about, like, you know, Lane's interiority and, like, kind of, like, how you interact with people in the real world versus, like, you know, your virtual self and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the flip side, it's like there's just, there's just they, they stuff way too much into the show, I feel like, that it really kind of loses sight of maybe its central ideas and sort of maybe like its thesis or sort of, you know. The interesting part of it. Yeah, the interesting part of it and like the kind of central concept and it kind of, you know, kind of fades into the background to see like, I don't know, like a mafia, a mafia boss fight like a, like a. Not even a fight, just negotiations. Yeah, exactly. It's, and it's, you know, and, and I think <laughs> it's, it's interesting up to a point, but then it's sort of like, you know, I think, I think it just loses focus of itself a little too much or, but it's also, you know, I mean, I guess it's also the point of just like, you know, in the future, you know, people are going to squabble and be horrible, but I don't know. I feel like that's sometimes like kind of a cop out. 
It's like, yeah, no shit, but like do something interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. There was like a whole episode where it was just this guy going around saying that he was in charge of the Organo now and like and I was like, okay. Yeah. Like even the char- the other characters in the show were like, okay. <laughs> it should have it should have just been like each say the doctor maybe ran. Mhm. And then like that other guy Yoshi? What's his name? Not Yoshi, the Onishi? The, the leader of the Organo. Onishi? Uh yeah. Or Shinji. No, 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 no. I mean Kano. Yeah, there's also a fuckload of characters. There's too way too many people. Like we didn't even really talk about Kano. I didn't really get his deal. Like there's some incest element. I, I don't know, man. It, it, he he was technicalized. Review. I don't know, man. <laughs> Unishi, the 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 head of the Organo. Yeah. Well, it's just like, is it a Yakuza thing? Is it like a, you know, gang wars thing? Or is it like, do you want to lean into the cyberpunk? Do you want to lean into the sort of spiritual aspects of it? Like Lane leaned into the spiritual aspects, which big time, which was like what made it so interesting, and it focused on just. Just this one character and and kind of left the periphery characters to to sort of feed into to her, you know, like yeah. like it, it was always comes back to this one central person, central theme, which like if you're doing this like heady, heady shit, it's kind of important to anchor your your viewer we need somewhere to, so we you're need not to ex- just... <laughs> yeah floating in space (laughs) like we need to experience everything in in lane through lane's eyes in order to really kind of i think accept certain things or sort of see certain things or whatever whereas like you know i mean if if it was all into chise's viewpoint i think it would be a little better versus like you know seeing like the the fucking mob boss of the organos (laughs) have like his own squabble and then like an episode later then he relays the stuff to that you say, and then it goes from there. Or like going off with Yoshi, yeah. and then going off with Shinji, and and you're like, where's the main character? You know, I don't know. Literally screaming at the screen. I really, happening. I really wanted to like this show because I think as you know, we've we've said before, Serial Experiments Lane was like a uh, was a hit. Was a, was revelatory. It was amazing. Um, one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. But I think I think the follow up is a little messy. Did you like it? Uh, I don't. I guess not. <laughs> I I appreciated it, and I think there are moments where I really connected with it and started to kind of see the point. I just feel like it was. Uh, I think it was a little too messy, and I think it was. I think it was a little too indulgent. Sure. You, you know what I mean? Like I I think. Which, you know, there's there's certainly some things that are very indulgent and very interesting in some way. Like I think I think uh, I think the last even Galleon movie is very indulgent, mm-hmm. but because it's sort of, but it doesn't ever really lose sight of like the kind of the characters or sort of like the central themes or whatever. Whereas like you know this is a, it's a, it's indulgent for the sake of like I don't know getting really into like the weeds of fucking organized crime and you know <laughs> i mean the pace is just brutal it, it's pretty brutal it's just brutal it's, it's just it's just brutal it's hard it's hard for me to call it like a bad show though you know yeah, what i mean no, like it's i don't not, it's not bad i don't think it's bad i think it's just uh i think it's a little unfocused 
But uh, why do people like technologize? I mean, people like it because it's, you know, it does have a lot of, there's a lot of, there's, there are thought-provoking questions and a lot of very interesting and I think unique viewpoints to this show that you will not find in a lot of other anime. You know what I yes. mean? So I think it's, I think it's very singular in that way and I think it's very interesting. Um, but I don't know if it's, you know. I, there, there's clearly a reason why Lane is like the crown jewel yeah. of like these creators' output. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. I agree. I totally agree. What can I say? Yep. You nailed it. You hit why, it on the why head. Do you, why do you think people like... <laughs> I think you just nailed it. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm I, I mean, I don't want to like, you know, just, just keep You don't want to just repeat the... what I said? Yeah, I I mean I think we've I think I've made we've made our point. You know what I'm saying? You've made the point. And uh I hope I hope if you're listening like you understand that it's good, but it's also bad. But it's good. Compliment, criticism, compliment. <laughs> compliment sandwich. Compliment sandwich. <laughs> yes. It it starts good, it's bad, and then it it ends okay. So, you know, what more do you want? Yeah. I, if if you're in, if you're looking for something to like think about, maybe this is like a good thing to dive into. But otherwise, uh, I, I think people like it for that reason that it's kind of something that they can watch slowly. Because uh, maybe like if if you're just barraged with like all this like constant, especially in anime, right? These like intense, fast paced like remember the Dragon Ball Z game. Where yeah. it's just like you can't even look at it. Like it's just like it's just like images and what did we watch recently that I was like it's just like making me nauseous. Oh, I can't remember. You, was it like a live action thing or No, it was it was kind of just like uh I think it was an anime thing we watched, but it was just like just constant noise. Was I think it, it was Promare or something. Huh. Do you remember this? I don't. I was like it's almost hard to watch. Because there's so much like visual like information <laughs> and noise and yeah. and action. I think it was Promare because it that's Studio Trigger that sort of like, right. crazy animation style of for action. Like if you need a reprieve from that, <laughs> this is definitely like a great show. To, I think this to get into. This would have been a really good kind of violent. I don't think this was like a tsunami show, but that sort of like you you watch one episode a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, that yeah. would probably be like the ideal setting for it. But honestly, like you could skip a few and probably be fine. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just watch Lane. Just watch Lane. That's what that's the conclusion to our tirade. Um Should I get a nipple I, piercing? Can I be honest? I kind of think that maybe if we watch this in the dub, I could have been a little more engaged with it. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's because it is so slow, um like on top of that having to like having to just, read everything. Just read everything and be sort of like little, glued to the screen the whole yeah. time. Like I almost felt like it was the kind of show that I could just like put on and kind of like phase out a little bit. But then and that's kind of hard if I'm reading the subtitles. Yeah. It's just something I've been struggling with as a as a newbie. As a as a newbie, as a as a noob, yeah. I'm just saying, like we don't watch a lot of shows with subtitles. Sometimes it's hard. I, I watch it, yeah. Um, sorry, yeah. Well, personal problem, I guess. Sounds like a personal problem. Sounds like a personal issue. 
Uh, if you enjoyed this discussion on Technolize and our uh, idiot, I feel like I feel like I started like before we started the episode, I was like pissed off, and then like it sort of like sat my it like sapped my energy in some way. Really? And I feel like I was maybe a little too low energy this episode. I didn't feel that way. No. No, okay. I think you're good. All right. I think you're good. If you if you felt that this wasn't a low energy episode and you liked our discussion, <laughs> you know you can give us five stars on Spotify. I didn't even know this. Yeah, you can. John says it every week, but if you go to <laughs> our really, really listen, to this if you go to, if you go to our page, you can give us five stars, and that helps people. It helps Spotify know that we're good. <laughs> it helps other people hear the listen. episode. It can't listen. Only you can listen. Only you can listen and hear our hot takes and. All that. If anybody's wondering about the cat and you've made it this far, um, because I talked about the cat on my last episode, the cat has returned to its owner. And frankly, we miss it a lot. And we're gonna we're looking at maybe getting a cat of our own that can't disappear after a week. <laughs> maybe, maybe welcoming some new furry friends into our lives. And I'm I'm excited. I am too. We we may have met a couple couple of sweet boys tonight uh <laughs> cats tonight <laughs> and um yeah i'm i think i'm ready yeah <laughs> yeah we'll see you know. uh but i just wanted to let everyone know because i know the cat was such a big part of the last episode and and sort of the the saga of of everything that happened we miss her but, but that's I, life but she's with her her owner yeah and uh she was the deli cat and he had her for seven years, so she was nine, years. nine years. She was nine yeah. years old. Uh, so that's that. And any other housekeeping? You can buy our merch; it's still available. You can go our Instagram at Why Do People Like Anime and find the link to buy some merch. Uh, nice. Other housekeeping. Um, I mean, I guess this is more beginning of episode fodder, but uh, I got through <laughs> the first two Chainsaw Man. Oh, volumes yeah. so hopefully i'll finish the rest this weekend do you want to say what you've been reading uh, i've been reading rent a girlfriend oh shit uh, how far are you in that i read the first four All right. i need to get the other editions uh it's pr- i don't know if i should get like if i should like wait because there is an anime that i think we should probably watch down the line okay um is it chainsaw man <laughs> no there's a there's a rent a girlfriend anime, anime? that's very okay. popular I'm, um i'm down I don't know. I thought it was, uh, it's interesting. Like, I I think you kind of touched on it a little bit, but like, I really, I totally understand like why there is such a division between like, you know, this anime suck compared to the manga. Right. Because there, there are just like little things or just like, I don't know. Like I, I I know that my experience reading rent a girlfriend and my sort of like vibe in how I perceive the characters and how I read that. It's not going to be the show. Yeah. There's just no way. Like I, I, I kept like, I was listening to like, like, uh, like health, you know, that band, mm-hmm. like that was sort of like my soundtrack to it, mm, which I know is just not, not going to be it. It's not going to be it. <laughs> I read the first, the first one. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. I feel like manga gets away with a lot more too. It totally, it totally does. Like you can, you can get away with some of like the cliche stuff that's like really grating in, an, in like the anime. 
Like, did I tell you, I don't know if you got this far in Chainsaw Man, but there's, like, a point where you flip to a two-page spread of, like, both of the girl main characters in, like, full-on lingerie. Oh, really? Just, like, who would you, in in the, te- the Texas, who would you choose? <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, wow. I mean, like, this all... Is, this is what we're doing today. All of the sex, <laughs> like, I feel like the sex stuff, and, and we'll, we'll talk more maybe in a future episode but like i think like all the sex stuff in chainsaw man is like sort of the drive it's like it is like the driving force behind it and it is kind of like weirdly well done yeah you should listen to my episode <laughs> uh, well i, I don't want to i don't want to spoil like i know the you rest gotta read it, it but... first um more housekeeping i wanted to tell everyone that i finished yotsuba uh not yotsuba uh i finished a gretzko like i finished it like i watched every season of it (laughs) while john was away should i should i watch it five seasons of a gretzko done I didn't know I was finishing it too. That's always. <laughs> that's thought, always you thought like, there was like infinite episodes. I thought there was going to be so many more, yeah. and then all of a sudden it was over, and um, I'm kind of lost. I'm in that sort of like the series is done, lost uh, feeling. Maybe we can talk about that if we ever really do finish kind of a long uh, series. We watch Naruto. I mean, it's can you imagine like all of Naruto, and then all of a sudden it's just it's you're just done. Like there's no more content. Yeah. There's no more Gretzko I can watch. That's how I, that's how I kind of feel about like Persona Five. It's just like it's kind of painful. Yeah. It's kind of like you have to like grieve the <laughs> the loss of the characters. Yeah. Even though you can totally just like go back and watch it. You can it rewatch again. it, but it's it's not the same. Anyway. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Next week. Wait, do you have anything else? You um, any- <laughs> Are you sure you don't have anything else you want to say? No. Next week. More anime. I don't know. Catch you on the (laughs) flippity flip. Catch you kids on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flip. All right. The flippity flip. So long. Bye.